Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Spill the Tea. I'm your host, T, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about some of the weird things that have gone on recently in my subconscious. So, yeah, let's get it. So, as we all know, I've been on what I like to call a creative break recently, meaning I just haven't come up with any great idea for some podcast episodes, and I've just really been taking time to reflect and make better the episodes that I do come out with. But, now that school is over, I have fun stories to share about stuff that went on during the last little bit of school, and... It also means I will be able to hopefully put up more episodes in the oncoming days of summer. That being said, I would like to start off with my first little spiel I'm about to give. So, I'm going to preface this by saying I have weird dreams sometimes. And I mean, like, normal people's weird dreams are like there's like a monster chasing them and they can't escape and they're fleeing for their lives and stuff and then all of a sudden it becomes happy no no mine is weirder than that and i'm going to uh tell you what i recall of one that happened a little bit ago now this happened uh some maybe a couple months ago and I still remember it in great detail showing just how much it scarred me so we start off we're in like the top part of an old saloon looking building and we're trying to save some kid and he actually um was a kid that I goes to my school but he wasn't like someone I'm like friends with he was just there so you're trying to save him and I have this like knowing that a villain like the bad guys coming to find us so we're with me and a couple of my friends and there's like a 3d printed blue like gun on a table so you know to defend myself I go to get it but one of my friends takes it and then I'm like knowing the bad guys coming after us and know I have to escape now I already mentioned we're on the top floor of this building so we decide someone breaks the window and we're like okay who's gonna jump And then I'm like, okay, this is probably just a dream. I'll go. So I jump out and I um, do flying. Of course, I fly and do flips and stuff to the top of a bank building. And then all my friends come after me and they have the kid. And then we like drop off the bank and we're hiding behind some pillars. And then we see, if you've ever seen a laser leveler, Look it up if you haven't, but if you've ever seen one, it's like a big cross, like, thing that is, like, a ton of laser pointer lines, and they're, like, green to help you level it, and I guess the bad guy was trying to aim at us, so we have, we're, like, hiding behind these things, and then the laser leveler that's trying to find us goes from green to red, and we're, like, oh, shoot, we gotta go. So we start running, and then we go to this museum for some reason, and there's two lines you can get in, and one is a line for people going into prison and a line for people coming out of prison, and once again, no idea where all of this comes from, but (laughs) it's just how it was. So of course, we all have orange jumpsuits on, so we get into the line people going into prison, I do believe, 
and we go into the line and then um I try to hide in like one of the pillar things separating the two lines and so I'm trying to hide there and then it like I'm like oh no they're gonna find me so I start to go out and then we're running out of the museum and my one friend that was with me in the dream was like T this isn't gonna work like I I go and I'll sacrifice myself I was like wow so then they sacrifice yourself or whatever and then I'm climbing up this hill and then like 20 years passes for some reason and then like we're at the top of the hill and I see my friend again and I'm like it's been a long time like <laughs> how uh the uh protagonist of any movie would be like after they're like a partnership and they split up and they go their separate ways for a little bit I'm like it's been a long time so then at the top of this hill is like a mansion and we go in this mansion and we're like eating with one of with a character from um Brooklyn Nine-Nine for some reason which I've never watched but I get like shorts and stuff so we were eating with one of those characters and then someone gets a text on their phone and I look at it and it says like I got you or I found you or something like that and I look out through this giant big glass window that's like right by the table where we're eating and it's it's the bad guy and he has a gun and he's pointing it at us and um the bad guy for some reason is the Johnny Depp Willy Wonka like the newer one I don't know if it's Johnny Depp but the newer Willy Wonka for some reason and he has a gun and he's like pointing it at us and of course we're scared and then he like shoots it and it breaks all the glass and then he teleports <laughs> Oh, this is so weird. And then he teleports to the glass. And then we're like, okay, go, go, go. So we start going down these stairs that are out. And there's like a pool deck and stuff. And he starts, the Willy Wonka guy, starts cleaning up the glass. So when he walks through it, he doesn't like cut himself maybe. Um, And then I'm with a ton of kids from my school, not just the couple I was with before now I'm with like a ton of different kids that I'm kind of friends with but not like super duper friends with and they're just like we're hanging out and then we go well we obviously don't stay for too long but then we go from there under the basement thing so imagine we're coming down like the stairs and we're in the basement and then we go through these doors which lead out to a pool deck and the Willy Wonka guys like behind us for some reason and we're all running out this pool deck and then we go out and then I fly again. So I'm flying for with like no momentum or whatever. Like this doesn't even it wouldn't even be remotely possible. So I fly and then I fly like pretty high and I'm at like the top of one of our of a tree in my backyard and I look out and I'm looking for the villain. And then it's my English teacher with a bow and arrow, like, ready to shoot it at me, like, trying to kill me. I'm just, like, looking out. And now, for reference, my English teacher is, like, 5'1", 5'2". She uh, has, like, a purple mohawk, or it might have been pink or blue at the time. And she's, <laughs> I don't know why this is so scary. She's, like, had it ready to shoot at me so i'm like looking at this like five one lady with a pink like <laughs> or pink or blue a mohawk ready to go so i drop out of the tree 
and then the tree is now in between us and I'm like ducking behind that and she is like ready to shoot and then the one of the girls in my dream who was like escaped actually no this might have been before when I was flying one of the girls who escaped from the pool deck saw my sister and was like oh hi number two and then she's like hi because of course my sister was from a different dimension and so she was like number two not the number one original of course for some reason anyway I'm hiding behind the street and my English teacher is ready to shoot me I'm like ducking and then I wake up what what does that even mean like what does that even mean? Some people, I was started to tell her. I was like, hey, you were in my dream. I told my English teacher. I was like, hey, you were in my dream. And she was like, well, maybe it was something I said or like something like that. And I was like, hmm, maybe. But I, like that is so, so random. And then I had like another weird dream. Like the day after where these two kids from my class, like, well, so like I woke up. But I didn't wake up. Like, I was in my dream. I woke up, and I looked towards the window. And this kid from my class is, like, coming in my window. And then I, like, chase him down to our basement stairs. And then he turns into this other kid. And he's trying to escape through this window. And then I, like, wake up for real, I think. It was so weird. It was such a disorienting experience. Like, I don't even know how to do it. But that was all in, like, the span of, like, a week or two those two dreams so I (laughs) it's kind of funny if you think about it but I don't know what the whole how it changed and I I just don't know I'm probably a medical mystery to dream psychologist everywhere okay so now that we got my little dream segment out of the way I'm gonna poke a ton of plot holes through any movie with a like robot uprising and i'm gonna tell you guys why this wouldn't work so i was i I saw this picture or something where it was like robot uprising no and then it was like someone with like a pc and a water bucket and they like poured a ton of water on this pc so i was thinking about it why if there was a robot uprising first of all why wouldn't we just make like giant water balloons And then just have, like, a ton of planes fly over it with water balloons. Or, like, have a ton of, like, a manual slingshot so the robots can't take that over. And just throw a ton of water balloons everywhere. Like, why why wouldn't that work? Why couldn't we do that? I just, I'm just a little confused on how nobody in any robot uprising movie thought of that. Now I'm going to talk about something else that I really like to do. And this is going to be kind of weird, but I like to play some, like, retro video games. So, like, Pac-Man, Galaga, Galaxian, Dig Dug, all of that. And I've noticed in uh, some of them, um, bugs, for some reason, are a common theme that we're trying to fight off. Like in Galaga, Galaxian, Space Invaders, it's like a bug-looking thing. And I'm just wondering, what, why, what's the point, like, who came up with the idea of needing an entire spaceship to kill a bug? 
Like, if I saw a bug, I would just get, like, a giant fly swatter if it was that big. Like, what what are they going to do? <laughs> they can't do anything to me. I, I was just, I don't know. If you think about it, like, the bug, the bug, what are the bugs going to do to me? They don't even pose a threat. In most of the games, they just get really close to you. And then they, like, touch you. And, but that doesn't even do anything. So, a lot of retro video games don't make sense. And also, what what even is Pac-Man? Like, n- no sweat on the game. M- like, the game's okay, but, like, what is he? He's just like a yellow dot that goes and eats other smaller white dots, and then there's a bigger white dot, and he gets superpowers? Like, I, I don't know if that's quite how the world works there. Like, I don't think... I don't know who came up with that idea, but I don't know what the premise was or what his story is or anything. So I'm just, just, just a little confused. I have a little bit more time, so I'm going to ask one more question. If you saw an enormous, like, 6'6 or 6'7 figure coming at you, making loud, like, animal-like noises, what would you do? Think about that. And then, think about it if the figure got closer and he looks bigger, but for some reason he's purple and green and talks about how he loves everybody and sharing is caring. I'm, once again, a little confused at the premise of Barney. I just don't quite get what what went through their heads like okay everybody let's make something really scary not not scary like what is like i just don't understand what the creators thought they were accomplishing by making a a dino a dinosaur share and and give hugs like a lot of i i i just don't know and he can't even breathe fire Like, what, like, what were his breeders doing? Like, the people who created him? And also, why doesn't he have parents? (laughs) Like, think about this for a sec. You've never seen Barney's mom and dad, to my knowledge. I have never seen his parents, so I don't know why or how he came to be. Um, so, once again, just another thing I just, just a little confused by and um on that note that is your episode thank you for watching spill the tea we'll see you next time